0: What's good? It's your boy, Deo. New EP out, or it's been out since November 15th. And this is a brand new episode of Don't Judge Book. Da, 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 da. Oh my God, I got Katarina with me right now. Katarina just hopped in the room. Her Instagram handle is bondkitkat. And you know, guys, she's a dope personality. She's definitely one of the nicest people I've ever met. And she's joining me for another classic episode. Can't wait till y'all see the dopeness in her that I see. And I'm so glad to have her on. Before I let her talk, I just want to add that her Instagram handle would actually be a really cool name for 007 KitKat chocolate bar crossover. So if you ever <laughs> forget Bond Kit Kat, think of like James Bond holding a KitKat bar. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> What's good, Katarina? How are you?
1: Hello, great. Thank you so much for the wonderful introduction.
0: Yeah, you see, I I souped up the introduction, you know, I got you. (laughs) So that's cool. That's cool. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, Katerina, tell the world. How how are you? What you be doing? What's up?
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Katerina and I'm a second year medical student. I also have a few hobbies on the side. Um, I'm excited to be part of this podcast.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's exciting. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that um you um you've been, you know, you talk about the med school thing too. And I'm glad you bring that up because I'm also a med school student as well. And as far as activities go, like what other activities, what other hobbies are you um interested in? What are you doing?
1: Um, I like to do a lot of outdoor sportsy type of things. I'm the Pacific Northwest. We have a lot of hiking, we have fishing. Um, In the wintertime, we have snowboarding, skiing, and the summer, of course, water sports. So I love doing all that.
0: Oh, okay. 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 And like regarding your page too, because, you know, I got to, I kind of talk more about with the Bond Kit Kat. It seems as though like um, you're, you're doing a lot of like motivational speaking, but not in terms of speaking, but like the posting, um, your lifestyle page where you're kind of just showcasing what um, else you do besides just being involved in the medical field like that, you know, you're this well-rounded personality and you're able to connect um, to your audience in a better way. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, about your page?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, My page kind of shows a different side of me. I really enjoy um, fashion and I love to motivate people into um, pursuing a career in STEM or in medicine. Either one, my page kind of just overall tries to encourage women and first generation immigrants like myself and others who are looking for a role model or someone who they could um, relate to especially me, because I would consider myself a pretty simple and relatable person. And I think anyone could live my lifestyle if they stay motivated and dedicated towards their goals.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You actually remind me of another guest I had on too. Um, with that. You know, it's just like a lot of people don't really understand when it comes to even chasing your goals and like chasing your dreams. It requires a lot of work, but also requires a lot of like willpower. You also have to want to do it and want to believe that you can do it. Even though you know it gets harder um, throughout of it, so that's that's really dope. So um, even with your page and how it's been growing, you know, um, tell us some of your humble beginnings about the page. I know like you ain't just open your Instagram; you just you know got a bunch of followers. It seems like you were been able to connect with a lot of people throughout the years. So tell us a little more more about that process.
1: Um, my page kind of just blew up one random day I had posted my first ever scrub photo and um a scrub company had reposted it and I, overnight I had gained like 10,000 followers okay. and I just decided oh I'm gonna just talk more about medicine and just undergrad at the t- at this point in time um This was about five years ago. I was probably in my second year of undergrad. I had just started working as a certified nursing assistant. And actually, my first photo was a scrub photo on my first day at my job. So I decided to take a selfie. I would post it, just let people know what's going on in my life. And then it kind of just blew up where it was just more than people from my hometown looking at me. It was, you know, just thousands and thousands of people. And it just kind of moved forward with that and grew on its own.
0: Oh, wow. That that sounds that's that literally sounds like an overnight success. <laughs> That's it's, uh, but it sounds like even without even with, even with it being successful, just off of that, you were still able to like grow it too. Like you able, cause like, it's also, you know, cause a lot of things with um, social media marketing and just not even just marketing, but having a presence on social media, it's constantly, you know, posting stuff, constantly reaching out to people, um, you know, making sure your fans and, people that you know that are following you also feel like they're part of your little mini community that you're putting together so and i feel that way every time i go to your page like i feel like i'm so invested in your life and it's really dope because like even though you know we haven't really seen each other as much it's like i may see that. I'm like oh my god so it's so cool like this is what's happening in katarina's life and then you see the next post you're like oh you know talking about these are the five different ways to remember the uh the things that go through the femoral triangle. And I'm like, this is so informal. This is what I needed. <laughs> so it's really dope that you have a page just like that. Um, in terms of the scrub company, in terms of, um, and even in terms of like just things that you do outside of, um, you know, promoting for the scrub company. Uh, do you have any like specific interests? I know you said sports, but I mean, is there anything else like traveling, shopping and those, those areas?
1: I definitely try to balance out my life with different things, which, you know, my career pursuing medicine, becoming a doctor is a huge part of my life. And I can't just, you know, push it out because I study so much. So it really does eat up my day. And I would say about 45% of my day is just all focused towards medicine. And then I try to balance out the rest of the day by doing something for myself, by making sure that, you know, I still have to do more than just study. And that kind of pushes me to try out these different things and keep exploring the area around me. Of course, with COVID, you can't really travel That far, even outside the country or inside, we have, you know, some restricted and locked down states. So I try to be really respectful of that. Um, But it does make me explore the area that I'm in. I mean, a lot of people ask me, you know, I wish I could travel, you know, across the country or I wish I could fly somewhere. And then I just ask them, well, how often do you explore the area you live in? You know, Mm -hmm. mine, we have tons of mountains. We have tons of hiking trails. And how often do you explore those trails? It's like you're around so much, and why not explore your area
0: exactly 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 that makes a, that makes a lot more sense makes a lot more sense yeah so when it comes but when it comes to um just even like uh, what you've where you where you've traveled pers- uh, personally like um any um any areas that you know changed your life or uh, um you know were like life changing experiences that kind of just also motivated you also to becoming like you know better and bigger.
1: I think the place that kind of just stuck with me for a really long time, I think, first of all, I think every place I go to is quite an experience and you learn something new and it's a great moment to just soak in what's around you and your atmosphere. But I think for me personally, the biggest kind of most exciting, I guess, or just interesting Trip I've ever had was actually when I explored Greece. Greece. I had actually, yeah, um, yeah, it was quite amazing. It was last summer. Um, It was kind of a trip I didn't plan for. And I usually plan for trips all the time. Like I try to think through them. I try to look at photos, kind of see where I'm going, what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And this trip was really last minute. And I was kind of shocked because I didn't even go shopping for Greece or anything. So it was just like, what kind of outfits I did have with me on that current trip. We just, you know, took that and went to Greece. So mm-hmm. it was definitely not pre-planned or anything like that, which is so out of character for me. Right. And going to Greece and just being, i there's a couple of different islands and exploring some of the islands. And the biggest one was When I was growing up in my history textbook, we were talking about leprosy and this island in Greece where they had blocked off and sent all these people who had leprosy to that island. And we just ended up actually doing an excursion towards that island. And for me, it was just such a big connection of my childhood um, in the classroom reading a history book Mm -hmm. and just imagining that I'm living the things that I read about as a child (laughs) And actually doing it and exploring it and going there, it was just like such a big eye opener of where I am and um, how lucky I am.
0: That is amazing. That is amazing. You know, never think about that. That's that's really cool. What, What city? What city was that again? I need to I need to write this down so I know where to visit when I go to Greece
1: um i honestly just cannot pull out the, the, the city oh, okay. right, right out of
0: my head it's all good we just i'm just gonna have to find yana santa's Cumpo when i get there and then i gotta find i gotta find someone else that i can probably talk to but all right katarina that's really dope so um but so greece so greece is life changing too okay so um what about um what if i were to ask you this what's something that you feel people misunderstand about you
1: I think from the first look of me and hearing me speak, a lot of people don't really um, understand that I am a first-generation immigrant, mm-hmm. and that I didn't come here knowing the language. I had to learn it from scratch. I know um, two languages very well. I can read, write in them, and um, I think from just you know, first talking with me, getting to know me, just the way I look, you don't really would think about that I went through so many challenges growing up and so many challenges, a lot of immigrant families face.
0: Mm. Mm. And, 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 and just cause, uh, cause, cause some of our viewers also may be identifying with that as well. Me me knowing me as well, just, um, I also understand that as well, just kind of going coming into a new situation. Um, like some of some of the experiences about with those experiences, like were, were they? Were, would you say they were like harder, or did you say that they also? You, or did you feel like the love around you when you kind of were in in, in a new situation? Like, how was? How did you feel like uh, emotionally and mentally during those times?
1: It definitely shaped me into kind of understanding a different side of people. I mean, it just makes you think about that we're not all the same. We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different experiences. And I think it gave me more patience because it gave me patience on how to learn a new language and being in a world where it's kind of hard to understand you. Because, of course, I come from a Russian um, background. So where I lived, there was no Russians around me until I was probably like 15 So for me growing up, I was the only family who spoke that language. I was the only family that kind of spoke Russian. Everyone in my small town, oh, we're the Russian family. They all knew that. And it was just so rare to meet someone with the same last name like me. And that kind of just gave me a different perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, because you are so an outsider, I would guess, based on my um, situation, I would be considered a very big outsider because everyone around me did not speak Russian. Mm. But because I had to learn a different side of patience, patience of watching my parents try to speak English and learning it, it was definitely harder for them. And watching also sometimes some people give them a lot of patience into hearing them out and understanding them versus someone who could not, you know, spend more than two minutes trying to understand them before, you know, saying, I'm sorry, I can't, can't understand you because of your accent. So the mm. biggest, I guess, life experience of growing up for me was just learning a different side of patience. Oh,
0: wow. 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 Patience, patience. That's, that's, that's a real big one. That's a real big one. Because also, you also have to understand too, like you said, like, because people come from different, a different background than you, sometimes it just takes time for, um, certain um just certain norms of each other's culture like assimilates because sometimes um you get to the situation where people kind of fear and you know they run away from things they don't understand and that just doesn't um kind of tie you with the inclusiveness of what we would want for an ideal society so that's real dope real dope that you were able to take that from your experience um in terms of like a lot of the things that you've been doing with med school uh tell, tell us about that experience like how's med school hard or Easy or you know, life changing. I feel like everything is life changing at this point, but especially med school. So, but like how 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 would you um say it? How would you tell it?
1: I think there is no denying that med school is very, very challenging.
0: <laughs> it is <Yes. laughs> possible, but it is
1: so challenging. challenging. And it is a challenge every single day. It's not like a challenge the day of the exam or a challenge the day of a um some kind of ospe or clinical assessment or assignment no. it is a challenge every single day it is and every single day you have mandatory lectures you have mandatory small groups you're <sighs> just held to such a higher I guess standard, you can't be late more than five minutes. I had showed up two minutes late to a Zoom meeting a few days ago, and I was already considered almost absent. And it was really? just, you know, kind of st- yes, it was very <laughs> shocking for me because I thought, oh my gosh, you know, technical issues and something like that. And <laughs> there is zero, you know, kind of patience or forgiveness. It's oh you gosh. have to be on time. So it definitely, I don't think people really sometimes think about how much hard it is, as and challenging. I would say more um to make sure that you're, you know, you're dedicated to it every single day.
0: Mhm, mhm. That, that is true. That is so true. Because, like, honestly, like, even yeah, you know, I I feel you on that. Like, it's really hard. Like, you wake up in the morning and you just kind of ask yourself. I, I decided to do this to myself, right? <laughs> I was, like, tricked into this. Because, like, that's sometimes how I ask myself because I realize, like like you said, like, you just held to a certain standard, even, like, when it comes to just, um, just acquiring knowledge. It's just kind of just, like, just going to throw all this knowledge into you. And, you know, you're just going to use your people skills and, you know, your um, problem-solving skills to just maneuver through all of it. And, you know, that's on its own as a whole other, like, that's a whole other uh, challenge too, you know, being able to even critically think so like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But but it's just like that's why it's so amazing to find people that are able to like, you know, have a life outside of that. And, you know, do do a lot more, if not the same level of impact, you know, being and doing something else. Like, for example, you um, your social media page and um, everything that you were doing. Do you have any other projects that you're working on or anything that you're like looking forward to do do in the future besides medicine?
1: I, you know what? My family has always been small business owners. Mm. And I always feel like I'm always dragged into having a small business or something like that. So I don't know exactly what the future holds, but I always feel like I'm always working on some kind of extra project mm. that I don't always understand how much I'm, you know, have on my plate. But I always seem to kind yeah. of always be dragged into something else.
0: Okay. Okay. So there's you're, you're you never know what it is, but there's always something there that I like. That I like that. So, um, in terms of like, um, just because I know like there's some might be some med students uh, or pre-med students that might be listening, um, any resources or any like you know things that you like read through or, um, you know, use that kind of helped you become even um, the a better student or just a better person overall.
1: I love this question. I get it very, very often on my Instagram. I have a lot of pre-med students writing me and also med students and people who already finished med school, but they just want to know what are the things doing differently than they may have been doing. But definitely when I was an undergrad, I wish I wish that I had the same study skills I have now. Study skills and just being able to study correctly is something that you have to learn. It's not something you just, you know, woke up and you just have them or you're born with them. You have to have discipline. You have to mm. you have to train yourself to have good study skills. And it's super important to I always send out a little quiz um, and it just helps you understand what kind of learner you are, so you are learning smarter and not harder and I always tell everyone that it 's not about the hours you put in it 's how much content you can cover correctly and memorize into long term because of course you can read. Mm. 10 chapters but you're not going to memorize everything on those 10 chapters that's why it's so important to break down material to spread it out throughout the week don't think you can just cram everything into a couple of hours and call it good with again (laughs) the idea that med school is an every single day thing you have to study a little bit review a little bit if you want to make this into a long-term memory bank
0: of course, of course, repetition is key, and spatial repetition is that, hundred percent. I agree with you. So yeah, like uh, yeah, like just being able to just acquire it and just space it out. And then how how long? Like, I want to see your average. How how many hours a week do you feel like you put into studying?
1: I think being a med student is definitely a full time job. If a full time job is 40 great answer hours a week. <laughs> I probably would yeah. say that I'm putting in 40 hours minimum a week into med school, <laughs> considering like lectures and small groups and prepping for all that, plus just yeah, yeah. studying all the material. That's minimum minimum full time.
0: Full time, yeah, full time, full time indeed, full time indeed. But you know, as long as you know we st- we you know we we get through it and we, we're able to inspire and motivate other people, it just makes going through it even the better. So that's real dope. If I were to ask you if you would have three people, um, dead or alive, for dinner, uh, who would they be and why?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Um, I never really, I guess, I do actually like to watch interviews and podcasts of celebrities and just overall other people and how their lives turned out and why. So I definitely do enjoy a good conversation, but I'm not a hundred percent sure who would I'd like to specifically invite. What about you?
0: Me? Oh, well, she threw a question back of me. Well, I mean, I guess if I were have ask, I would answer, I'd probably say like, all right, number one, for sure. Um, Obama. Mm-hmm. Definitely would love to have a conversation with Obama. Uh, two, I would love to have a question, a, a, a conversation with Marcus Garvey when it came to Pan-Africanism, definitely would like to talk to Marcus Garvey. And for sure, for sure, for sure, I would, uh, mm. my third one, my third one's hard. I guess I would say Jesus. (laughs) 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 I guess i just say Jesus just to follow, yeah. It was like, it was either Jesus or MLK. So I was like, yeah, might as well just pick Jesus. Um, That's, uh, yeah, see, see, I've, I guess, I guess, like you said, some people answer and some people don't. So, um, but I don't know, man. Well, what if I were to ask you this? What about like your influences? Maybe, maybe I kind of, I could draw some inspiration there. Like who, who influences you? Like who are your influencers? Like basically like who do you see out doing the things that, you know, you're looking forward to doing, you know, you're also working towards and you just, you know, identify what you're doing and, and who you are into this in that person as well.
1: I would say my number one influence would definitely be my mother and my grandmother. They have always just been such strong women and being able to balance a really, really busy lifestyle. So for me, that was my biggest influence, my mother and my grandmother. And just, I guess, more of a celebrity style or a bigger outside I've always, I grew up and I remembered my first election and that was with Obama and I've always, always respected how much they have accomplished and that they're both lawyers and they were able to also, you know, just have such a, big impact and you know think further for the people and i really like a lot of the programs they put in and especially with medicine we have to understand obamacare but also just michelle obama she was super helpful she made a lot of impacts and um i respect that a lot
0: that is amazing that is amazing because i I really respect that too i really respect that because with with everything that you you know you said like You know, like those, those would definitely be um, um, uh, your framework of who you are. And I'm sure, you know, your mother, your grandmother, uh, they're beautiful people because like, you know, people don't really understand how much, you know, your influencers have on, you know, who you are in life, you know, and a lot of people just, you know, just got to realize, like, it's just the more positivity we, you know, spread out, you know, the more the younger people are able to grab onto that and just proliferate goodness around the world. So that's uh, a real dope um so i guess like see you just you you basically just said the obamas your mom your granny you're gonna have for dinner by the way so you answered two questions in one thank you for that katarina so uh well you're not even saying anything so i guess no i guess i was
1: like i have dinner all the time with my mom and grandmother
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's like well i already had dinner with them yesterday but okay (laughs) (laughs) fair enough fair enough um uh, let's see. Um, if you were to talk to your 18 year old self, um, what would you tell her?
1: That's a good question. Um, I would guess or I would say for sure is just have more confidence and be more certain in just what you want to do. I guess my biggest challenge is always being uncertain, certain things, just uncertain if I can make it, uncertain if I can do it, uncertain of my strength and my ability to do things. And I just mm. wish I had more confidence and a little bit, maybe more guidance in certain things. Um, I think that would have helped me a lot.
0: Mm, mm, mm. And that, that, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, what about, what about if, since you're, you're talking about your AT yourself, what would, what did you, what do you know now that you wish, um, I guess not necessarily what you wish you would know, but you would wish someone else would know. Um, and you just learned it, let's say this month. This month, you learned something new this month. And if you had known this before, you would be like, Oh my god, this is amazing! Just pick anything from your head. It could be anything from just, I don't know, like, Wow, mayonnaise actually tastes good on a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <be> anything.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, all oh, these questions are getting tough. This is a good
1: question, yeah. Of course, it was definitely a good question.
0: <laughs> you know, just you know, just you take your time. You take your time. We got. I think I got. I think I got the Jeopardy music add-on on here. <laughs> put it for the background or something. All right. Well, I mean, if that's too, if, if 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 you can't think of something, then I mean, I'll ask. I, I can ask you this one. I can ask you a better question. What about this? Because I just want to see I want to see how abstract everything is in your brain because a lot of people don't realize they have an abstract side where they just kind of wonder and ponder that's kind of where we get our creativity from from like the blank canvas the canvas in front of us and the fact that we can have the ability to just ask the unknowns and reach those knowns. So if I ask you uh, okay, what are three things you look forward to in 2021 since we're approaching the end of 2020 new expectations goals things that you're just ruminating about name three of them
1: 2021 will be a very very big year for me personally i Mm. will just from the beginning it's just starting off new year's day and i am going to be just running till the end i have so so (laughs) much planned i'm so busy
0: so busy oh that's it just okay then what are you busy What, what what's the what are the three things what are the three things that you're looking forward to
1: I'm. I will be tackling number one is the step exam. I am taking oh. step one in 2021. It's gonna be. I mean, for me, this is just such a big exam because I. It's gonna be you know everything you learned in two years, and you're going to showcase how much you know, and hopefully it reflects really how much you do know. Hopefully it's a good grade. <laughs> you know. But this is a big thing because they just switched from the number system to just a pass or fail. So I will be the last class who has it and Mm. um, in a number scaling grade. But um, yeah, number one would be my step exam. Number two is I'll start rotations. It's definitely a big step for me. I will be in the hospital. Uh I will be, you know, doing the job. I mean, it'll be it, right?
0: exactly and that's and that's literally it that's literally the best thing about it like you are just you're gonna actually now take that experience everything that you've learned and now really apply into the specialties that you may end up tackling on in the future that's really dope that's really dope is you have a third thing i would or not? say the
1: third thing is just um excited to see how much i'm going to grow i feel like every year i you know learn something new I develop into a little bit better person, hopefully. And at the end of the year, I just feel like I went through so many challenges, so many good and bad phases. And hopefully all those little lessons will help me grow a little
0: awesome awesome you hear that people you see when you're when you make plans for the future it's always about getting better getting bigger and always tackling your fears i know like that step exam that you just said i gotta take mine too in 2021 and boy i am not ready for that i'm like ready but like mentally i'm just kind of like oh my god this is this feels like hell but i just know like as you know like you said it. you just got to keep going forward you got to keep pushing and you know Hopefully, you know, you get through it and, you know, you, you know, like you said, everything you learned in the past two years just sits in your brain at the right moment and, you know, you go through it. That's really, that's really true. Um, if you had a hundred trillion, million, billion, quadrillion dollars, like all the money in the world, what's the first thing you would do? Or the first five things. If you don't have the first number one thing, just juggle anything, anything you would do, would do.
1: I would definitely, um, I think everyone would think about themselves, first of all, and probably get a house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'll get a house first. Okay. Okay. Get a house.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't mind to having like a large property and kind of like building a complex for my family. (laughs) That'd be really, (laughs) Uh, really nice. And then of course, um, second and third thing, I would already start thinking more out And just seeing how I can help others. I was just thinking about um, just the homeless problem we have in the area with me being in Washington State. And knowing Oregon, we have like Portland and Seattle being just really big areas for homeless people. I would probably start thinking how I could help them and um, what are my next steps.
0: Mm, mm. That's really dope. That's really dope. See? That's a, that's a, that's a real, that's a real, I usually just ask that question just to like, you know, just to see like what people are thinking. Cause when you think about money, it's like, it's kind of, the question's kind of like set, like, like if you had literally no reason, like money was no longer an issue. Like just who are you? Like money's no longer an issue. And it's, it's just so good to hear people say things about, you know, caring for others, you know, and just, you know, spreading the love out because that's really all that comes to, you know, don't judge a book, but like, even though you don't judge a book the whole point is like you don't judge someone because you also don't want to be judged you just want to be yourself you know that's real dope um let's see let's see uh when it comes to uh, just uh things that you've learned throughout life uh, and I know as you know as people we 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 tend to look at things like failures and successes but uh the older you get you just realize like things aren't really just full-on failure sometimes you learn a lot of things from failures that just um help you uh, propel you to make bigger successes in the future but as of right now katarina like any of the failures or anything that you were, may have perceived as a failure that you've uh, you learned from and you gained from it like do you have an experience like that
1: i really like how you worded it that it's um a failure it could be a setback you know it's not always mm-hmm. just 100 percent rock bottom and I definitely agree with yeah. that, that I think a failure is just a small setback. I've experienced a lot of, I guess, small setbacks in my life is with education, with just, you know, driving, getting a flat tire. That's a setback in your plans, right?
0: Right. That is true. That is true. And you know, I got my my tire was flat yesterday. So I do feel you. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So. Um, but but what a, what a, but, but but do you have any personal experiences or no? What would you say? I
1: I definitely have um, quite a few personal experiences with setbacks and overcoming them. I think um, a great one just to talk now about is switching from being you know in person medical school to Zoom online medical school. <laughs> And I know for a lot of people, it was really, really challenging just switching, trying to adapt to the situation. I know for me personally, the first exam we had right after switching to coming back home, it was definitely more challenging. And our school had actually rolled back on a few things like before we used to like super easy just to get together and study or do a tutoring session or ask someone a question to clarify something. Now it kind of feels like you're definitely on your own in your own room, just studying, and sure you have mm-hmm. Google. But I do miss that person interaction that I used to get in person. So I think that was my biggest, I guess, challenge and setback. Being how, like, you know, when after my first year of med school, the whole pandemic happened. I was just finishing up my first year. And it was just kind of a huge setback because I was, you know, I was hoping to do a lot better. I was hoping to know a lot more. And now I kind of feel like for my step, I'm going to have to um, be relearning a lot of the things I should have had done solid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, don't, don't even be on yourself too, because like you said, it's all about repetition. And like with information, like you just got to keep going through it. And you know, the fact that you're even taking that step is, you know, all more. It's just the closest to success. But you're gonna get there. I believe in <laughs> you. So, um, if you were to step into my shoes, and uh, you know, I guess ask, be you, be the interviewer, i be the interviewee. What would you have asked yourself that I didn't?
1: That's a that's a challenging question. That's great.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'll come in with the. oof. my bad. I I, I keep going. I keep going for the juggler with these questions. Every time I ask a question, you just be like, ooh, dial it down, <laughs> dial it down. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. Okay, um, what do you? What would you like to ask me right now, any, any question you have right now? What would you like to ask? Me?
1: I would love to know, um, just maybe to help inspire others or encourage others. And I would like to know what are the types of things you do to de-stress from med school or do you have a hobby that kind of helps you stay you?
0: yeah for sure for sure so i'm um, i'm in love with music you know and i've been making music since i was uh 10 years old professional, not not professionally but at least in a way where i was able to you know actually learn how to use softwares like garage band logic pro things that i was able to um uh, that i was able to learn from uh being at this elementary school uh which one of my teachers helped me uh help me with so i've just been making music ever since then and i just feel like a part of me i put in every song in terms of just my experiences in life and just who I am and just uh my my wishes for the future, I really think I really utilize music to get that out because even as I know that I've been like you know pretty good at school, when I actually cared to actually be good in school, I realized like there were just certain things that I just wanted to attach, and just my creative side is always just something that um I always tap into even when I feel landlocked when it comes to even studying or. Just worrying about other uh other things in life, but yeah wow that was a, that was a good mm-hmm. question you see see i, I really like that question, see that's a, look at that catter you should have been doing the interview this whole time. I would have talked my heart out <laughs> Do you so, have
1: the raps
0: anyway. yeah, of course, of course, like I said in the, in the beginning of the epi- the episode, like I said, like the don't judge a book e p November fifteenth is going to be out and uh i also had my other two albums out scribble and big facts and you know like i said those are just those are just songs and just like things and you know experiences that i've been through and things that i just like to share with the world but you know i really love to identify myself with people like you know like you and all the other sorts of guests that i still have yet to come um i also interviewed someone i interviewed brent not too long ago as well um and you know i just identify myself with people that are also um, not just medical students. Like, they're also trying to make positive impacts in the world because, you know, that's that's just all what it's about, you know. It's about actually, like, moving forward and evolving, and, you know, and being better than what you were yesterday. So, yeah, so I really feel like that's in my music. So everyone knows my music on the show, but if you don't know, it's D-A-Y-O. Search up anything, com. Everything will pop up. Big Facts, Scribble, and, of course, um don't judge a book the actual ep four songs out right now so thank you katarina for even being on this show you know you're such a sweetheart and i um i love um always chatting with you um i wish you well and i hope all, all is well with yours and i also want you to also know that with this uh with this episode we're also doing the second part of instagram live so make sure you know you tell your people if they want to pull up and ask you any of their you know dope questions um, you know they can do do so as well so is, it, is, is that um is the experience what was the experience for you like you like the like the episode I
1: really enjoyed this interview I thought it was great it was great connecting with you i'm excited for the instagram live i'm sure my followers have a lot of questions and they would love to just get to know more about me and you and the podcast so i 'm excited for it
0: awesome 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 Katarina. well. That's uh that's again, that's the end for the Don't Judge a Book episode. And you guys be right here again. I think we might have it in the next week or so, but once this episode is dropped, you guys would have already found out on Instagram live anyway. So that's it for Don't Judge a Book episode and be out.